0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get set for another busy midweek of European action. Celtic round off a poor Champions League campaign at home to Feyenoord with only pride, money and coefficient points up for grabs. Rangers are in Seville ahead of Real Betis tomorrow as fans await confirmation of a long-term injury for Danilo and St Mirren add a new defensive option ahead of the busy festive schedule. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight you have the returning Marvin Bartley and Mark Wilson. Well, I don't think this week uh, will be shaping up like many fans would have thought on the European front. I'm pretty certain Celtic fans, when they saw the group stages being pulled out, they would have thought that this might have been a crucial fixture. However... It isn't, but Brendan Rodgers perhaps won't see it that way tonight. He needs a reaction from Sunday's game. He needs a win in the Champions League to to put things to bed. And for Rangers, well, they are through anyway, but can they make it extra special? Can they top the group and go right into the last 16? Another busy week ahead. And he's back. (laughs) One big win for Queen of the South at the weekend and it's enough to drag you back in. It's great to see you. How have you been? I've been missing this place, mate. I've been sitting on my Xbox, not doing too much. <laughs> just gaming. Just yeah, constantly. just gaming, mate. Just constant gaming Honestly, and missing the You nearly off that. <laughs> it's bad for you. I've told you many times. You're right. My concentration was all over the place. <laughs> Playing football manager. <laughs> <laughs> just delete, restarting. Delete, yeah. delete. Anyway, it's good to have Marvin Bartley back with us. Mark Wilson will keep him right, I'm sure, in case he's forgotten how it works. So 141951025. It is a busy midweek of European action. So let's hear from you, Celtic fans. Are you going to the game tonight? Maybe you're not going and you've decided against it because it's not enough. It's not dragging you in. It's not got the appeal. You could give your thoughts on that front as well. Uh, But we always like to hear from those of you who are going to the big games out and about around Glasgow. What, What does tonight mean to you then? What are your expectations? How important is it? As Mark Wilson says, you can't ever really write a game off at clubs like that. Or can you? You're looking for a reaction anyway. There's obviously a financial gain there, uh, maybe a chance to see which players uh, can step up. Is that something you would do? Would you experiment a bit? Or do you want to see Celtic go all out and try and banish some of these records that people keep hitting you with about X amount of games since I win and X amount of points and all that sort of stuff? Are you going to the game tonight? Maybe you've decided to not go to the game tonight and uh, what are you hoping for? What are you expecting? What are you thinking? 0141951025. One day on this show, Rangers fans... I will ask for your reaction to some good injury news, but that day is not today and it is no time soon by the looks of it. We're talking months apparently for Danilo. Our reporter Andrew McLean is in Seville. We'll bring you the very latest from Philippe Clement. But for now, what is your reaction to those reports that Danilo is out for a long time? How big a blow is it? Have you got faith on people in the building to step up and contribute or does a new striker become an absolute must if it wasn't already in January? 01419511025. Aberdeen, of course, in European action tomorrow. I suspect they've got more attention towards the League Cup final at the weekend as well. So whatever it is you've got for us tonight, let's hear it right now on 01419511025. 1025. Let's go to Celtic Park nice and early uh, and get an early flavour of the build up with Gabriel. Thanks, Gordon. After 31 years, the group stage of the Champions League takes its final 
about tonight. Reforms to the tournament mean Europe's elite club competition will follow a Swiss model of one big league table beginning next summer and how Celtic would love to go out with a bang here. There's been many great games over the years, ones long live in the memory and could they make another memorable occasion this evening. They've only got one point in their group so far. They're already eliminated even though they feel their displays deserve more. As we all know, they've not won a home match in the Champions League for a decade. Captain Callum McGregor says it's unfair to brandish stats like that at the current squad, but the club must do better, that is for sure. And how Brendan Rodgers would love to end the 10-year-long hoodoo tonight. He is, of course, the last man to win a game in the competition against Anderlecht back in 2017. Rodgers says his side are ready to make the breakthrough sooner or later. But as you were just discussing there, will he go all guns blazing this evening? After all, Celtic cannot qualify. And tonight's opponents, Feyenoord, have already finished third in the group. So perhaps he'll use it as a chance to test some players at this level, as he suggested in his press conference yesterday, with one eye on the January transfer market and the other on Hearts this Saturday. But of course, he'll be looking at his players who must show a reaction after the shock result against Kilmarnock on Sunday. At Team News-wise, Cameron Carter-Vickers and Dyson made a train yesterday, but Rogers says that both of them will not be used tonight. I'll bring you the lineups when they come, Gordon, just before 7 o'clock. And up until that point, you can predict your lineup. Tell us who you think should play and who shouldn't. How much does this matter to Celtic tonight? What do you want to see Celtic fans are you able to write it off? I mean, can, can you ever do that? How important is the victory? Try and end all these records, as Gabriel says. There is good money up for grabs in there as well. Um, or or have you have you had enough for the Champions League? You'd rest everybody and prioritise uh, the league stuff at the weekend. You let us know. You decide. 01419511025. And as always, we always like to debate who should play and who shouldn't play. We'll get to Seville a bit later on as well. Not only is Danilo out for a few months which we'll get Philippe Clement's answer on uh, it appears Todd Cantwell hasn't travelled with Rangers either so I did say it was bad personnel news um, and in fact in the last couple of minutes several months Philippe Clement says um, about Danilo so there you go 01419511025 call us right now Celtic fans are you on your way to the game are you sitting down to watch it have you decided against it altogether and what are your thoughts ahead of Feyenoord at home? What are yours, Mark Wilson? How important? I do think it's important. I really do. Particularly because what's happened in previous Sundays domestically, where there does seem to be a bit of a malaise setting in, and Brendan Rodgers has to extinguish that quickly. Uh, and this is the next game along. Uh, and as a prestige game in the Champions League against tough opposition. Of course, all the records that have came with Celtic have been negative for the past 10 years at home. Uh, Gabriel just touched on there. It was away at Anderlecht at the last one under Brendan Rodgers. So, you know, all those stats are are definitely something that a team doesn't want to carry with them. Tonight, they've got a chance of kind of getting that monkey off their back um, by winning. Um, so, resting players and giving players experience at this level, I'm not too sure about that. I think Brendan Rodgers will desperately want to win this. He'll desperately want a mm. good performance to go along with it. Fun enough, I played in one of these dead rubber games in the Champions League. Is that uh, why you played? <laughs> no, no, I was... I you was were the man for the big occasion. By the way, it was a constant. Uh, uh, we played against Villarreal and we were out as well and we couldn't qualify uh, for Europa League or UEFA Cup and I played and there was spaces in the crowd that night. It was an odd occasion 
but we took it as serious as we could and we went out there and won. So it doesn't uh, make any difference. It didn't make any difference to you as a player mindset no, wise. No. It was a good win bonus as well. <laughs> <laughs> Always say. helped. Um, but to play, no, because you're playing at the top level and I know you're out. There is no chance of qualification. However, you want to perform at your best at the top level. And this is the top level, even though it's a dead rubber. So the Celtic players that are selected tonight, I'm pretty sure, would be similar to I was and my teammates on that night were. And for Brendan Rodgers, yeah, of course, he wants his team back with that zip and intensity that they've been known for yeah. for a couple of years. All right, let's bring in Martin, who's a Celtic fan from Clyde Bank. What are your thoughts on tonight, Martin? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to hang the night. Obviously, go support for a team. Hopefully, they can nick a result. And, you know, because it's still worth money, you know. I think it's a good chance to try a few people out. Um, one in particular I would like to see, he scales a chance at left-back. I don't know if Taylor's up to much, and especially at this level, we've seen him, he's been exposed. And he definitely get exposed against Kilmarnock for the week. So, obviously, Rogers does the fancy bear in the base, so maybe try that. Um, as well, I think Turnbull should be thrown in tonight. His contract coming up at the end of the season. We don't know if he can compete at this level, otherwise, what's the point in keeping him here? Mm. So it sounds like you want to win because I mean that's quite obvious. Who, who wouldn't? You'd rather win than not. But you're you're still seeing room tonight for a bit of experimentation. Is that fair? I hundred percent. I mean the game's a bit of a dead rubber. They're already through. We're already out. Let's see if guys can compete at this level, especially once you're fighting for contracts. Let's see if they can compete. If not, let's move them on and get new guys in who maybe can compete at this level. Marvin, what is to be gained from tonight? Well, there's there's things to be gained if you get a good performance and you know and a win on the back of that. I understand what Martin's saying in terms of experimenting with players, but I think that's too high risk. Um, if I'm honest, I think Brendan will play his strongest team. I think you know the players he's talking about whose contracts are up or trying scales at left back, for example, do that domestically. You know, you're going into a Champions League game. There is no free hits for Celtic players mm. or the manager when you are playing at that level. You know, when you pull that shirt on, there's always pressure upon you, regardless if there's you know spaces in the crowd like Mark spoke about there. You know, Celtic have to get performance today, especially after what happened at the weekend. So, you know, I can't see Brendan experimenting too much because if you're at the end of a, you know, a big defeat mm. today, you know, that doesn't bode well. See, in fairness, though, if if the examples Martin is using in his mind are players that aren't playing that well anyway, in the case of Greg Taylor, that's Martin's take on it. And we know that there isn't a midfielder that's nailed on there anyway. So it's not mm -hmm. like, you know, it's not like you're you're throwing curveballs in all over the place is it, is it worth even a level of well you're talking about moving scales out of centre half when you've already got Carter Vickers missing as well you know so yeah. you know, that then becomes you know dangerous two new centre backs going in and if they, if they don't gel straight away playing at this level um, you know Turnbull's slightly different because he, he has played games before I think we all know what he can do maybe he does deserve an opportunity um, at this level but I just think you know when you start moving your defenders about it's, it's a recipe for disaster um, Martin the the kind of record if you like that you know the length of time without a home group stage win does that how much does that matter to you is that something you really want wiped off at a line drawn under or will people next year say ah, they can only win when it's a, you know it's a dead rubber anyway how, how much do you want that monkey off the back uh, aye, it'd be great I mean of course it is a wee bit embarrassing but also like out of context a wee bit it's not as if we've played at home in the Champions League every year for 10 years but I think it's definitely something we need to get ready and hopefully tonight we can do it but as I say I don't know it'll be very difficult Firenail's a very good side we've seen that we played some away and the results they've had in this group I think it'll be very difficult tonight yeah they're, they're tangible things Mark 
money over £2 million pounds yeah, for yeah. a win. Mm-hmm. Celtic fans are starting to get a bit bored of money, though, because they think, well, there's 72 of those million in the bank anyway. Um, but there's money. That's a tangible thing you can achieve. Mm-hmm. You can achieve, obviously, coefficient points for those who are interested in that sort of thing. Is it about the stuff that you can't touch? Confidence, momentum, belief. Is, you know, famous phrases over the years about being X amount of games away from a crisis, in, you know, in Glasgow. Of course, yeah. If you lose at Kilmarnock and it really didn't go well tonight, you know, like particularly bad or whatever, um, th- that just becomes a massive problem, doesn't it? And then oh, this, whole, this whole narrative of, oh, well, it's a dead rubber, that, that won't matter because we're very selective when we, when of we course, use that. Of course, and the people going along tonight that say um, it doesn't matter, if it does go badly, they'll be the people that shout loudest that it did matter because it's a Champions League game. So Brendan Rodgers will understand this. He's been at the elite level for a long time. He understands what comes with these games and how they can quickly go wrong as well. But I think, I, I think Brendan Rodgers will be desperate to win tonight because when he looks at the other five games that they've played in this this group stage at times in the game they've been in it and they look like they can compete but he's coming out and saying the same things time and time again I'm pretty sure he'd want to sit there at the end of the night at press conference and say everything came together we got everything right tonight and we got our just reward so it's not a total mm. write off and it's something to build on for next year should they get to the Champions League. I also wonder if he would just take a win in any form. You know, we've said this about Celtic in the Champions League that it, it feels yeah. like in any at any other level of football, any age, anywhere, any level, sometimes a team will just scrape a result and they'll just get one and it'll just happen. Almost like a law of averages, you just eventually get a result that yeah. you might not even deserve. Watching Celtic in the Champions League, it feels like that's impossible. Oh yeah, you know they do look, you know, a long way away from that. But like you said, there, Brendan will definitely take win over performance today. Um, you know, for all the stats that people are reeling off, and I agree with Martin, that's slightly unfair because you know it's not like Celtic have been in it every single season. It's not like it's the same players. Yeah. So you know, those those sorts of things don't really matter. It's about the here and now and about today's game. Um, you know, a win would be absolutely massive for them. You know, I think confidence-wise, I think it will show, as Mark said there, a bounce back from the weekend and it will show the fans a reaction that the fans want to see as well. You know, they want to see that high tempo again. They want to see you know, players running forward. They want to see goals being scored. So, you know, hopefully that can happen for Celtic tonight. Uh, Martin, anything else? You want to see Kyogo restored back to the starting 11? Is that, or is that an experiment worth sticking with? I think tonight... You know, it, it puts my mind back to a few years ago when we were knocked out your own leg foot, Kyogo played and he got an injury. I think if that happens again, in real trouble, especially with the run we're on domestically at the minute, I think just let O play the night. Maybe bring Kyogo on if things get a goal or whatever, but I would give him a chance tonight and definitely bring Kyogo back in mm. first, for Saturday. What do you think, Mark? Is that is that how you find out how much it actually matters? It's easy for everyone to... And Brendan Rodgers will say it matters as well. But there might be a clue in, in the, the team news that we kind of yeah. speculated a bit last night. As in, it's take someone like Cameron Carter-Vickers. If this was win or bust to get through, would he have played? And I, I'm not saying yes, because I, I, don't, I don't know his um, physiological state. But, you know, it, it's still a, I'm pretty a, sure an interesting thought. So, yeah. so therefore... It, 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 clearly doesn't matter as much as it could then and I wonder if we'll see that elsewhere in the team well, selection. T- yeah, team selection will be interesting because Brendan Rodgers 
um, saying at the weekend after the defeat that he was looking to win, he was desperate to win, but then slightly shifted a bit by saying he wants to see other players at this level. And I don't know what that really means because having a look at Celtic's bench from Sunday, I don't know why you'd want to gauge some of them at this level because most of them will not be at Celtic probably past next year, you've got to say, or not be competing at this level, or if they are, then Brendan Rodgers has got a bigger problem than he first thought because he wouldn't have been backed in January or the summer. So not too sure what you gauge by retaining things. I think, for me, play your strongest team, try and get a bit of rhythm, a bit of confidence back in the team, and that includes Kyogo because O, I think he's had a decent shot at it, but I don't think he's a starter at this level yet. Might prove me wrong in a couple of years, whatever, but... Definitely not at this level. Yeah. Play your best players. Kyogo's an interesting one because although he's having a poorer season by his own high standards, he does have two really good goals in the Champions League. You know, that's the type of stage that going into the season, Celtic fans were looking to see could he could he score at this level? He's done it a couple of times already. Yeah, and like Mark said, you know, play your best players, and Kyogo falls into that definitely. You know, has he scored as many goals as he would have wanted to at this point? No, but he's always a danger. I think his all-round game as well, and what he brings to the club is or the team is is fantastic. So, you know, I'll be putting him back in tonight as well. I agree. You know, O's done well. He's a, a young man trying to find his feet, but you know, today for me, he's a a big game for Celtic you know as I said you know if they can get a win absolutely fantastic but at the very least you need a good performance today because of you know what happened at the weekend uh, let's quickly hear from Brendan Rodgers talking about the Feyenoord obviously they've met them before the game tonight and the differences from the previous meeting they're the strong side you know we've seen their quality we, we, we played really well in the first half stood up in the second half but you can see the, the quality they have the physicality in the team and a really high level of, of technique and good understanding uh, and Arnie's an excellent coach who's done very well with, with Feyenoord so uh, so any game in the Champions League is a, is, is a big challenge but we really sat it's our last game here in the in the competition and we want to give the supporters something to uh, to go home happy about Come on then 01419511025 Celtic fans how much does tonight matter uh, what are you hoping to see give us your thoughts right now we'll get you on next the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley is back. Mark Wilson is alongside him, and you can get in touch. 0141-951-1025. We are building up to kickoff uh, at Celtic Park, asking you how seriously you're taking it. Because I know you want to win every game. That's just daft. Of course, I wouldn't patronise you by asking you if you want to win of course you do but I just want you know tell me more elaborate how seriously you're taking it how seriously should Brendan Rodgers take it what should the team look like what are you trying to gain we know you can gain money coefficient points is there more to it 01419511025 or Twitter or X or whatever it's called at Clyde SSB um, we're also going to cross live hopefully to Seville in the not too distant future um, with some very interesting stuff from Philippe Clement talking Danilo, Todd Cantwell, Cifuentes' failed appeal. It is all there, so make sure uh, you get involved, Rangers fans, when that discussion does come around. Uh, let's bring in Raymond, who's on the line. How are you, Raymond? How you doing? Uh, Hello, how are you doing, panel? This is my second time coming on. That's good, because I always think, like, can... Can we not put you off so much on the first one that you at least feel like giving it a go again? So that was, that <laughs> no, was no, job no. done. Um, what are you thinking tonight? 
I'd like to know your uh, panel's opinion, right? Uh, I'd like to see Rogers uh, going back to the same, see the high pressing game that Andrew played, right? I, I just feel as if the players look lost with the formation they're playing just now. That's that's my opinion. That's my first. That's mm-hmm. my first. Yeah, point. it's a good one. I mean, second, let, let's do, do them right? in order, Raymond. Sorry. Mark, it, yeah, no it's problem. um, it's a funny one because. I mean, what are the differences? Atletico Madrid, Celtic clearly played intense and yeah. played fast and played high and all that, all that stuff. Do they do it all the time? Are they meant to be doing it all the time? You know, what, what, what are we seeing? Uh, it's ha- it's a difficult one because when you watch some of the Champions League games, they have started like that, um, but the quality has undone them, unpicked them. Men being sent off has certainly had an impact too against Feyenoord, Maeda against Atletico. If you watch that first. The opening part of the Atletico Celtic do go 1-0 down, of course, in five minutes. But they were at it uh, in and out of possession. Um, But I get what Raymond's saying. Domestically, sometimes it doesn't look like I think particularly in possession, it then looks like there's a lack of energy, uh, a lack of urgency. They take time to build rather than Ange Postacoglu. was high energy, high-risk football that people were constantly looking forward and constantly looking to play those little passes inside fullbacks and centre-halves for the white guys to get into and it's a lot slower build so I think it does look slower but that's in possession but I think a lot of the time out of possession I think he's trying to replicate it but circumstances is probably taking that away from him in this group stage I mean no Maeda won't help I suppose mm-hmm. the one man pressing machine Marvin <laughs> but what what's the difference Raymond feels like it's, it's just not as intense as it was and that is the that's the difficult thing for Celtic. Most clubs, when a manager leaves, they get they get sacked. Things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. The new guy can come in and try and improve things. This was like a well-oiled machine, so you're yeah. kind of judged against that, aren't you? Yeah, that's the difficulty. And you know, Brendan has his own style. You know, we saw him the first time before, and you know, he played in a very similar way to what Celtic are playing like now. But like you said, because Andrew was so successful with what he did. And, you know, he then leaves to go to Tottenham. The fans want to see that continued, but that's not Brendan's style. You know, it's not the way that he goes about his business. Obviously, we saw Andrew, the inverted fullbacks, etc. And, you know, under Brendan, the first time I played a lot differently. So, you know, you have to coach these things as well. You can't just say to them, you know, continue what Andrew's doing because it's Monday to Friday, the important thing. Might what as you well. See on a, Might as well give yeah, What you see on a Saturday, not, you know, it, it, is the process Just leave of that, your manual and, <laughs> just and just pass that on to the players. John Kennedy's still there. He yeah. did a lot of the training you know what under I think a difficult, does a lot of the training I, now. I think we've, we've chatted about that intensity. For instance, when the ball went out of play under Postacoglu, you saw Joe Hart sprinting for the ball, you saw whoever it was, Greg Taylor, whoever was taking the throw-ins, it was a sprint, and the ball was back in play so quickly. I would find that difficult as a player, well, want to get to that level, but once I'm at that level, I would find it difficult to come back down. But here's the thing, and I keep using, I know that one example, see when Celtic have been good this season. Is it actually that different? Take Atletico at home. Was that really different? No, in my opinion, it wasn't that much so, so, so is it then that they're just failing to reach those levels rather than, like, deliberately setting out to not do it or, or to do things differently? Like I say, in the Champions League, I think they've tried to play that way, out of possession. I think they've tried to press. I think even when you looked at that first game against Feyenoord, how many times did Celtic win the ball high up in the pitch? But it was decision-making in the final third that they didn't get themselves in front. Um, the Lazio game, I was there. I was I was great football at times and it could have went differently of course Atletico mm-hmm. was one of the most impressive I've seen for a long time at Celtic Park 
But circumstances again In the away game The Lazio game was very much different It was controlled They had loads of possession So they didn't really need to press high So I think they've tried When the opportunity have been there um, What about domestically though Mark? Domestically no I don't think so Yeah Which is Which is A change in style I but believe Why Why would it not be the other way around If anything then? But, but I think Well my, my take on it I think domestically is You know they have so much more of the ball You know so Brendan's probably saying to them, yes, when we, when we do lose the ball, you know, you almost want to drag teams out because when you're playing against the Champions League teams and you're pressing higher, you're pressing, you know, in their defensive third to turn it over to score. But if you say, for example, you're playing against a Livingston, you want them to come out. You want them to have a bit more possession. You want them to come a bit higher, maybe into the middle third. Then you turn it over because all of a sudden there's gaps. Sure. You know, and, and I think that's probably what he's trying to change. And, you know, obviously some fans will like it, some won't. What else are you thinking, Raymond? I think also I've thought this for a while, and I don't. I've seen uh, several games, and it's quite alarming. Like they're coming out of the tunnel. I think we lack height, and I think we lack physicality in in some areas. I do. I really do. You know, that's just my opinion. Anyway, I do. Don't think loads of people would disagree with that. No, no, when you you look across our team um, just now, not a lot of height in there. It's been something that's been labelled at Celtic quite a lot. You know, since Martin O'Neill days, um, incredibly physical and incredibly successful at that time, but they, they had players that could win any game in that squad. People always point to that when things go badly at Celtic. Um, weren't they really that physical last year under Ange? But if you get a certain style of play that's high tempo, uh, and everyone knows where they're going in terms of parts of play, then physicality doesn't really much matter until set pieces come into it. Um, Even then, though, it doesn't. You saw Man City team. I, I remember Man City played against Burnley. I think Man City had one player over mm. six foot. Yeah, uh, is that, though, and you, you could go back to Barcelona or whatever, is, mm. that, is that like elite examples? So if you are, if you're Celtic then, in amongst all this budget stuff that everyone bangs, mm-hmm. and the chances of you really... Outplaying everybody all the time could, could you not do with a bit more power Is that not something that looks like it's missing from Celtic in, At this stage I think with the way they play though Gordon is You know The physicality thing I, I think it only comes up when, you, when you're not winning games of football Like Mark said You know the way that they actually play And you know you saw them under Ranjay They weren't the most physical team But they moved the ball mm. At a tempo yeah, and but they, they couldn't compete the in the Champions League under but some, Sometimes actually just playing against better players They're not necessarily more physical They're just better mm. than you But how do you, how do you bridge that then? Well, you know, people have said about changing the style, haven't they? You spoke about it earlier, getting a little bit of luck and just winning the game. It's it's tough when you try and play in a certain fashion and two teams are trying to play the same way and one's got better players than the other. You know, nine times out of ten, you know, the better team's going to win. There's no doubt in my mind at this level, I've said it numerous times last season and this, this season, that I believe Celtic have to be more pragmatic and a tighter unit to play against and don't try and go toe-to-toe with the big guys. And I understand it's eye-catching. It was last year. We sat in the studio and watched so much against Real Madrid and it was brilliant and so many chances created, but so many chances conceded. And that was the difference from my side that I played in. See, to be fair though, right, there's not a few different ways. So like, I'm not talking about filling six foot four and Mm -hmm. shelling balls about all over the place, but just taking that sort of defensive midfield role. Could they not do with someone who just really gets about really... Snaps into tackles oh, Really 100%. Imposes himself Wasn't Sorrow brought for that though Was it Sorrow mm-hmm. his name was This is what I was going to say that, Listen they've tried Remember Oliver Abeldgaard yeah. they, they tried A number of times But that Doesn't mean because Your recruitment's failed In the past That you, yeah. know, you would you would give it up Is that not an area That, that could be doing with Without a bit? doubt uh, And someone who Maybe doesn't snap about But I, I, 
just someone who knows if I'm not saying Cal McGregor doesn't, but what I, I think Celtic need is someone he'd sit in there with Cal McGregor in these big nights, and they're often just leave him exposed. And like we've seen so many times that you just get picked off at this level, especially in that midfield area. And as much as it looks great in the eye going forward, it's the back door that matters. And if you looked through our Champions League campaigns years ago, and it isn't really a different world because the level between us and guys like Ronaldo and Kaka was still the same as the level between this Celtic team and whoever they've come up against. But we were a tighter unit with guys in the midfield who would sit and just do the simple things and create a barrier before it got to us as a back four. And mm. for years now, Celtic haven't had that. Because I think you know physicality can mean a number of things. Mm-hmm. And I know Raymond said height, but yeah. you know, talk maybe that, that kind of genuine pace and power as well. Yeah, but what, what you tend to lose with that is players that are technically good then. You know, if you're talking about putting a player in there, like we're saying that someone's going to break the player, etc. But then when Celtic get the ball... You're not going to have the same quality as a mm. Callum McGregor, on it, to then play through the lines. And, you know, you, can you, you do you go too far away from, you know, what you want to do on a weekly basis domestically? Because if you can bring in a player and say you're going to play six times in the Champions League this season, you know, what about domestically? Because mm. against Livingston, they're not, you're not going to employ that sort of player. Raymond, how seriously are you taking tonight, if that's an appropriate way of, of phrasing the question? What, 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 do you, what do you want to gain? Yeah. It's, I don't think it's, I think it's a meaningless game. I know I'm talking about result-wise. Mm-hmm. Money-wise, yeah. <laughs> it's money in the bank if we win or whatever, right? But uh, I would like to, I'd like to try, try, try some new players. I would and see, see if they're good uh, at that level. But see, see, so far, I don't see the Champions League. I, I, there's, a, there's a severe lack of quality. That's my that's my personal opinion. I do. There's we lack quality and uh, domestically. Uh, I don't think uh, I can't see. I played junior football, right? And I can't see Brendan Rodgers coming out with a B plan. I.e., for example, right? Safe safe for playing two men up front, right? You push a full back into the midfield and play three against two. He doesn't do that. So I'm. It, it just astounds me. Yeah. I'm you know, it does. Just I don't know. It's just, just my opinion And that's what we're here for I'm starting to wonder if Raymond ever, yeah. Do you ever play against someone called Matt from Pollock? Because I feel like we're getting all We're getting all the top former junior players on here Telling us no. about their CV No? No, no Because no, if you were a centre half that played against him Or even worse, a goalie You should have been sacked Because that guy was a goal machine Thank you to Raymond <laughs> and Alexandria 60, 60 in a season 60 or in a, four <laughs> games or so. Oh, it was sensational Get him back on uh, <laughs> Prolific, mate <laughs> You're looking for a goal scorer <laughs> <laughs> And you know what He's never played a Playstation He's like I'm to bring him so in So you'll take him 01419511025 He even said his celebration Was the wee shimmy That he used to do up the Savoy <laughs> That was that I mean that mean nothing to you Marvin Bartley But there we go Anyway we will Get Celtic team news And Cross live to Seville What more could you want We've got both sides of Glasgow covered After I tell you about this Cash for Kids Mission Christmas With J&D Pierce, Scotland's premier structural steel specialist Proud to support the local community What a prize we have for you to win And you'd be making a difference to local children that need your help All at the same time It is quite the position to be in Thanks to Arnold Clark We've got a BMW 1 Series brand new That could be yours If you ask nicely 
they might even put a big Queen of the South badge <laughs> on the side, just like Marvin Bartley's got, uh, just so that you two could be the same. Presumably you won't want that. What you will get is the heated sports seats, the digital cockpit with Apple CarPlay, M Sport Bodywork. It is a really, really nice car. Uh, and like I said, it, it pretty much costs you a £5 donation to Cash for Kids. So you text the word CAR to 84901, C-A-R to 84901. The text costs like your standard network rate message, then a voluntary £5 donation. Every penny of that straight to children right here, right on our doorstep that need your help this Christmas. Um, and then you might win the brand new car. It, it just feels like an all-round very wise idea for you to get involved, if I do say so myself. So the entries close at 6pm on Saturday, the 16th of December. It's over 18s only. Full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com. We've got lots for you on the football front after the travel. So in the meantime, why not use the time wisely and text CAR to 84901. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish Football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard I've done this show for a long, long time Thousands and thousands and thousands of shows And I think I've finally received the worst, most disturbing picture message of all time uh, During the show We make a big deal And it's partly our fault Like we, we, we made this a thing You know that Wednesday night is bath night. Bath night, oh, of course it is. For Gordon Biel. Um, he sent me a picture of his bubbles. Oh, right? no. And he says, we bath listening to two experts of the game. <laughs> I'm starting to think he doesn't mean that. I'm, I feel like that's got a little bit of sarcasm. And What can you see lurking just, in the bubbles? Hold on, I need to zoom in, zoom again, zoom again, zoom again, keep zooming, keep zooming. Is there ah, something there floating is, there in there? I had to zoom quite a few times, but we got there in the end. disgusting. Uh, People disgusting, will be throwing their dinner up. Um, that's our gym buddy up. as well. I thought he'd be sticking up for us. Seems to go to the, that's right, you've been gym bumping pals. into him in the gym. Exactly. I bet he's the... He's an ultimate gym pest, doesn't he? I, I can do. just tell. He, he told us that he just goes around speaking to everybody. A lot of Not on shock. any machine. <laughs> Absolute shock. Uh, right, well, very quickly, let's get the team news from Celtic Park. We've had a bit of a debate as to how seriously Brendan Rodgers would take it, who would get a chance and all that sort of stuff. What is up uh, for grabs? Gabriel, who plays? Thanks, Gordon. Yeah, very interesting. It's Brendan Rodgers taking it very seriously. It seems as full strength as he can go. Only two changes from the game against Kilmarnock at the weekend. But the big talking point will be the return to the starting lineup of Stephen Welsh, playing for the first time since the 13th of August when he came off against Aberdeen at half-time. Welsh coming in at centre-half for Nat Phillips and Kyogo also returns to the lineup. He replaces O up front. So I'll give you the 11 that Rogers has chosen to start against Feyenoord this evening. It'll be Joe Hart in goal, defensive Alistair Johnson, Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales. Greg Taylor will play on the left-hand side. And the midfield stays the same. It's Tomoki Iwata, Captain Cal McGregor and Matt O'Reilly. Whilst Mikey Johnson and Louis Palmer stay on the wings, Kyogo plays through the middle. Substitutes, Bain, Morrison, Lagbielka, Phillips, Turnbull, Holm, O, Bernardo, Forrest, Ralston and Frame. Okay, overall, Mark, that's a that's a that's a, a strong team if you like. There's, yeah. there's not there's no mad experimentation there. Brendan Rodgers is out to win this game. Of course, pretty close to what I thought. Um, you can probably tell the one I didn't have in there. Um, I thought he might have went for James Forrest tonight over Mikey Johnston, but. Okay, I'm not too surprised. But the rest, I thought, would be in there. I thought he would keep a water. I thought he was the one he was maybe meaning 
that he wanted to see how he does at this level. But the rest, uh, I thought, would be would be starting tonight. But obviously... I mean, no uh, harm. Uh, I mean, absolutely no harm to Stephen Welsh. But the question is, how strong a message is that to Lager Bielka? Yeah. Yes. I mean, we didn't even consider that when we spoke mm -hmm. about the possibilities. Yeah, but... Again, it's it's one of those things that reputations don't mean anything in terms of, you know, have you been bought for X amount of money? If you're not performing in training or for mm -hmm. whatever reason, he sees Welsh as being ahead of him at this moment in time. Sure. So. No, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with mm -hmm. it then. But what I mean is the message is loud. Yeah. And and if, if Brendan Rodgers is calling it right and his judgment is right, Lager Bielka must be miles off it. And again, that sounds like I'm being critical mm -hmm. of Stephen Welsh. It's not what I mean. I just, you know, the, the circumstances... Yeah, he's, he's behind him in the pecking order, you know, and he probably, as a player, he wouldn't have expected that. But maybe this is kind of you know, the kick that he needs to say, listen, you need to wake up because at this moment in time, your you're fourth or fifth choice, you know, centre-half um, pick for me at, at this football club. And, you know, you should be a lot higher at the pecking order. You'd have been expected to be when he was signed. But, you know, fair play to Welsh. Like, like you said there, he's not played for a long time and hopefully he can come in and do well tonight. What do you read into that, Mark? Well, exactly what you said, that Brendan Rodgers has no faith in Lager Bielka. Obviously, Navrokin on the squad. Um, Carter Vickers, he doesn't want to risk in Nat Phillips. Well, what's the point in playing Nat Phillips? Because he's one not being good enough and he will go back to his parent club. But I don't think I could have envisaged Stephen Welsh just coming in out of the cold. Now, Brendan Rodgers likes him. He played him uh, at the start of the season. He rewarded him, I'm sure, with a new contract. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be about for a bit. I just didn't think he would come from nowhere to starting in a Champions League game, wasn't involved in the bench on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, like, it's a big risk uh, in terms of he's not had many minutes, but it, it tells you that he's not happy with what he's purchased in the summer. It's probably the easiest position though, isn't it? If, you know, if to come out in out of the cold somewhere, other than being in goal, centre-half is probably, you know... Is it? What, yeah, yeah, I'll take your I, word for it, because I, I, would, I yeah, would have no idea what you mean by that. I, I think so. When, when you're not... You know, when you haven't played for a while and the manager says, right, you need to go in. If you're a centre-half, I think it's the easiest position to kind of feel your way through 90 mm -hmm. minutes. Um, listen, this is Champions League, I know that. But, you know, I think there's a lot more difficult positions to be out there, say, centre midfield, for example, you know, in the engine room, mm -hmm. and you've not played for, you know, X amount of weeks or months, whatever it might be. So, you know, hopefully he can get himself through this game and, you know, hit the heights that, as Mark said, you know, made him be rewarded with a new contract. What, what odds would you have got at the start of the draw of... Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales being Celtic centre half mm. pairing for the final game, and Mikey Johnson playing. And as Mikey well. Johnson, uh, right? I've got. I'm going to try and squeeze in a lot here. Um, right, quick. Andy's a Celtic fan. Quickly, Andy, reaction to that team. I think it, it seems fine, but Welsh being in just blows my mind, and it just shows how bad the recruitment's been over the summer. But Lager Bielka, who we spent nearly four million on, Celtic play a high line. They play a good defender for like a, a low block team, but. Celtic centre-backs need to be able to run and Lazar Bielka might be able to play football but he suffers for the disadvantage of not being able to run and it's just incredible that we've spent so much money on somebody so unsuited to the team Yeah, but shows all the crimes of the summer coming back Yeah, and it's a fair point Andy I'll have to leave it there sorry it was short because it's a really good point and maybe one we can revisit you could also say that as well you know what went wrong with Yang signing that Mikey Johnson's ahead of him and what's gone wrong with Lager Bielka's and so I think a lot of questions but you never know these guys might star brilliantly tonight and Celtic might win so we'll revisit let's cross live to Seville right now 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard's European coverage with Trustdeed Scotland. For life after debt, visit trustdeedscotland.net. A few cancelled flights later, but he is there. Andrew McLean, run us through the main talking points from Philippe Clement's press conference. Yeah, as you say, here at the Benito Villamarin Stadium. A nice ground as well, 60,000 seater. I'm sure it'll be lively tomorrow night as well. Back to the city that, of course, was heartbreak for Rangers and their supporters around a year and a half ago. So they'll be hoping for some better memories tomorrow night. You know, you think the, the fans are also quite happy to be away from Scotland as well. Around 15 degrees here, which feels pretty tropical compared to back home. Uh, not for the lo- locals, though, because I was walking about in shorts earlier on. was getting some funny looks because... Because uh, you've got bad legs. Big jackets on. Oh well, well, there's probably that as well, yeah. But they they all had big jackets on because 15 degrees clearly not as <laughs> as warm to to them as it is to us. But football, of course, the the main attraction here, and for Philip Clement, more injury issues as well. Plenty of reports about Danilo and his latest injury. Well, Philip Clement was telling us in his pre-match media duties just there that the striker is going to be out for several months. I never give a timescale why. I've been a player myself and I had the luck that I was somebody who healed really fast. I worked really hard to come back also after injuries, but there were moments that the doctor said uh, you will be back in eight weeks and I was back in four weeks. So I don't think it's good to put a time scale on it, Um, but we need to be really clear and honest and I always try to be that as much as possible to give all the information, it will be several months, that's for sure. So he will not be back uh, in January or something. But I don't want to pinpoint on a a number of months. Rangers fans, give us a call right now. How big a blow is that? What do you need to do in January? Did you need to do something anyway? What on earth is happening with those injuries? Several months. Uh, And there's more personnel issues ahead of tomorrow as well, Andrew? Yeah, well, Philip Clement had said that he'd hoped Ryan Jack might be available for this one, but he hasn't made it, still not back fit. You wonder whether he's maybe being kept for Sunday if he did have a, a chance for tomorrow night and he's not made it maybe uh, with Sunday in mind. And Jose Fuentes, of course, um, out of Sunday's game, then you know it may well be uh, a chance for Ryan Jack to get back into the team. But another interesting omission as well from the travelling squad is Todd Cantwell. There were some rumours earlier on that he hadn't travelled with the squad, Clement confirming that is the case due to personal reasons. However, he could still be available for the cup final on Sunday. No, Todd is not here because of personal circumstances and he wants to keep it personal also. So we respect that and the positive thing to say about that is nothing something between club and him or me and him or it's just family wise so it's important uh, if players want to keep things private we're going to keep it private also they are public figures that's true but they are also uh, they have their personal things in life also that we need to respect and everybody needs to respect that yeah that seems fair enough I think Um, of course I mean Jose Cifuentes is available Andrew, but he's not for the weekend after that failed appeal, so you wonder what that means for tomorrow. Did Philippe Clement have anything to to say on that? Yeah, well, just on his involvement tomorrow, Clement said it's not really a secret that 
Sifuentes is expected to play a big part tomorrow because there is not a lot of availability in that midfield area. You expect that it will be John Lundstrom and Jose Sifuentes in there, but of course to that red card and the subsequent appeal that was of course a, a big talking point last week and then into this week unsuccessful that appeal Philip Clement clearly irked by that decision though he was asked about it a few moments ago and he says he feels that even the Dundee players may be surprised that the appeal wasn't successful clearly I think it needs it surprise everybody maybe even the players of Dundee because look back at the image and and it's sometimes frustrating as a manager if the referee gives a yellow card and after it becomes a red card, the next day you watch uh, much of the day, much more bad tackles there and yellow cards. So that was strange. And then you see back the footage after the game where Jose has the contact, but because the player slides underneath him when he goes for the ball. And look back at the image, there are five, six players of Dundee around. There's nobody, but nobody who reacts to the referee Nothing. To lose him two more games, that's a little bit too much for me. But, okay, uh, there are other people who decide and I don't have any power in that. So, again, I will focus on, uh, on the guys who are available. But I'm going to be really cautious also to see the next couple of months if this context happens, if it's every time a red card. Even the Dundee players will be surprised that he lost his appeal. <laughs> I doubt that. Doubt they'll be sitting having their dinner thinking, wow, I'm surprised. I mean, it's a red card. There's it's no doubt about it. I don't think the Dundee player who who was fouled will believe it's a surprise. So, yeah, it's the right decision. I'm not a good one to comment on, on red cards, Gordon, with, with my previous tackle. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but, <laughs> yes, but in, in the current circumstances and laws yeah. and all that sort of stuff, is it one that surprised you? No, I, this is about no, surprise. It, this is not about what you want you know to do what? to other people. I, I did think at the time, obviously seeing it, I thought, oh, that, that's a bit harsh. And, you know, but like Mark says, you know, in the modern game, it is a red card. You're going to get sent off for that all day long. Um, I agree with what he's saying. You know, Dundee players didn't really you know, really make a song and dance about it. But, you know, the referee's there to referee the mm. game. Obviously, he's looked at it again and, and, and given a red card for it. And we're running late, but very quickly, to whoever wants to take it up, Danilo, several months. I mean, Todd Cantwell, personal reasons, fine. We hope everything's okay. Probably just one game. Several months, what is going on? Well, a big blow, uh, because Rangers are struggling uh, with who plays through the middle. Dessers, um slow to start and been poor, but Danilo, when he's come in, looks like there's something there. And now they're going to have to deal with missing him for so long. So, real sore one. Some injury list, Marvin. Yeah, it, it seems to be getting worse and worse, doesn't it? Um, I think that's a massive blow for them. I think, you know, they'll be forced into the market in, in January, whether that's a loan or a permanent. Um, as Mark said, you know, I think he was starting to claim that number nine shirt as his own. Um, so he's going to be a big miss for them, definitely. Busy, busy show. Rangers fans, how big a blow is Danilo? What are you going to do about it? Is it the transfer window? Is it someone else already in the building? Jose Cifuentes there, no Todd Cantwell tomorrow. How do you feel about it? And Celtic fans, your reaction to that team, which is pretty strong. Kyogo's back in and Stephen Welsh partners Liam Scales at the heart of the defence. Get all your thoughts over to us whilst we play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Be the pundit time. You can take on Marvin or Mark by calling 01419511025 and the lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 
Marvin Bartley and Mark Wilson are here 01419511025 What a huge busy night this is I've not told these two but I think we could extend the show this evening Because we have a big game at Celtic Park against Feyenoord With very interesting team news Stephen Welsh in at the heart of the defence Kyogo back in Celtic fans what do you make of that? How seriously are you taking tonight? Looks like Brendan Rodgers is by his team And we've just spoken to our reporter Andrew McLean in Seville Who's told you Rangers fans I'm sorry bad news Several months out for Danilo No Todd Cantwell Or Ryan Jack tomorrow either Get your calls in We'll play this first Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Right It is Beat the pundit time Marvin Bartley Tends to get quite nervous And <laughs> animated at Beat the pundit And you've not played in weeks Yeah How no. are you feeling? Not great You're like the Stephen Welsh <laughs> Yeah Maybe shot back in Just Don't even toss it Put him back in <laughs> No chance He's on a winning streak <laughs> A one Yeah <laughs> One uh, You won on Monday mm. I mean Very good You lot are just Convincing re- Just wreaking havoc With my schedule this week You've come back out of Wherever you've been You're back involved You're back to two nights a week But not the two nights You used to do I know I'm, I'm, I'm head, all about first aid my Gordon I've got first aid Tuesday, Thursday <laughs> no. So I've got another Sitting of it tomorrow night So when yous are here With Daz and whoever else is here I'll be resuscitating Dummies so on the floor If, if, Mar- if, um, if that's no way to talk about The Partick Thistle reserves After yesterday's 10-0 defeat Against Hamilton So if Marvin chokes on Fear those them in the recovery position today If Marvin chokes on the 9 litres of water that's Don't in, worry I'll, Nobody move I'll fix them yeah, Hold that thing up to the camera I don't know I don't know if they teach drowning right. In first aid Look at Good that Good for you Ridiculous <laughs> Anyway um, Right get your calls in Whilst we play Craig is in Milton How's it going Craig? Yeah I'm very well thanks Good man You ever played before? No Never played no, before Good First good time. Good I like that Gordon Deal lost last night Your partner in crime Aye. Oh he was That's hopeless That's no Oh he was rotten Good uh, Heads it will be Mark Wilson Tails it will be Marvin Bartley Look how nervous he is The fact that you- Yes, Mark. Oh, his head's <laughs> devastating. Come on, Craig. All right. This will right. be a breeze. Let's give Mark some greatest hits radio. We'll get the clock ready, Craig. 30 seconds. Answer as many as you can. Pass if you don't know the answer, okay? Okay. Your 30 seconds starts now. How many spells has Robbie Nielsen had as Hearts manager? Who? Who played in last season's Scottish League Cup final? Celtic. Hearts. Aberdeen's Reese Williams is on loan from which club? Liverpool. Which player who's still currently playing has the most caps for Scotland men's team? Greg Gordon. Who was the last player to join Rangers from Aberdeen? Ryan Jack. What colour are Stenhouse Muir's traditional home tops? Celtics. Idiguchi is currently on loan in which country? Japan. Mark Wilson. Let's bring him back. Can you hear us? Yeah. Who was he? Excellent. Excellent, was he? That's what I'm. That's how I'm describing it. Okay, he does. Seem or maybe a I'm fairly maybe serious I'm, guy. Maybe Craig. I'm double bluffing. How'd you do, Craig? I feel I did okay. That's maybe it, Craig. Right. Keep your cards close to your mm-hmm. chest, Craig. That's it. What's the easiest one? Thirty seconds, trouble. Mark Wilson. Right, your okay. time starts now. How many spells has Robbie Nielsen had as Hearts manager? Two. Who played in last season's Scottish League Cup final? Celtic Rangers. Aberdeen's Reese Williams is on loan from which club? Liverpool. Which player who's still playing has the most caps for Scotland men's team? Mm, Andy Robertson. Who was the last player to join Rangers from Aberdeen? Mm, Greg Stewart. What colour are Stenhouse Muir's traditional home tops? 
Burgundy Celtics Idiguchi is on loan in which country? <laughs> in Japan And where did Paul Lambert start his career? Motherwell Oh, oh. no it's not oh. <laughs> No Why did I say that? Could that be the one that does you? What do you think Craig? I don't know I think you might just have beat me by one there Oh Robbie Nielsen's had two stints You both got it Last season's League Cup final was Celtic Rangers Craig Mark oh. Wilson <laughs> goes Craig. one in front Reese Williams is on loan from Aberdeen You both got it Mark oh. Wilson stays one Liverpool, in front Liverpool was it? Yes Oh what a uh, guess that was from Aberdeen Sorry? Yeah, from he's on loan from Aberdeen. No, uh, sorry, no. Aberdeen's Reese Williams yeah. is on loan from yeah, 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 yeah. So Mark stays one in front. Which player who's still playing has the most caps for Scotland men's team? Craig Gordon. And Craig, his namesake, got it. Oh, oh. he's looking so confused. Yeah. <laughs> Still still playing Sorry Aye He is still playing Of course he is You don't need to explain this <laughs> Sorry Craig He's 100% still playing So we are level oh, How did you get that Craig? The last player to join Rangers from Aberdeen Was Scott Wright None Oh that's what I mean Got it Well <laughs> I, I got mixed up with the wingers Craig said Ryan Jack I knew it wasn't a Jack oh, So we're still level um, I was a bit worried about this question, right? Because I knew this would happen. So Stenhouse Muir's home tops. You both said Burgundy, so I'm going to give you that, and you were both right. Did Craig I, say Burgundy I, as I well? Maroon, but I mean, is, this, is it the yeah. same thing? Oh, yeah, it's a deeper shader. Mm. Um, Idiguchi is on loan in Japan. Both got it. Five all. Oh no, he's going to get it. Which means it all comes down to the last question: Where did Paul Lambert start his career? You said Motherwell It is St Mirren Mark Wilson Did he get that? No Craig didn't get yes, that Yes Craig <laughs> Craig didn't get oh, that far. Craig One thing that was never levelled At Mark Wilson Is that It was his pace That got him Out of any Sticky well, situation. Ask Ronaldo um, oh, oh I will oh, next, next time I see him <laughs> That's um, one of them But you got You did the hard work You got there You got an easy question That Craig didn't get And you blew it So it means we <clears> go <throat> to the tie right, break Good luck Craig um, Okay yeah. Right What's going to happen here Is I'll read the question I'll get Mark to write his answer down And I'll then invite Craig To give me His attempt Alright Craig Go Let's go I'm worried about this question I'll explain why in a minute To the nearest year What is the average age of all players in the Scottish Premiership? I want to know how we found this out But anyway To the nearest year What is the average age of all players in the Scottish Premiership? <laughs> what have you put? I don't know To the nearest year Yeah, that's the worst, right that's the worst <laughs> <laughs> But, but no, my son can't take it back Craig, give me your attempt Close I'm just going to go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll say 29 <laughs> Wait, Craig, It literally does not matter what age you said Because you've won The key in any quiz is to listen to the question Let me hold this up Because the Mark Wilson I can misunderstand Mark Wilson Zoom in on my camera if we can Has written 2000 it's an easy Which is remarkable <laughs> Easy mistake I thought you meant Which year they were born <laughs> The year oh, 2000 man. Which would make them 24 The question oh, To which year no? What is the average age <laughs> The average age And you have written There it is right there 2000 oh, But surely you're going to How would that have made them 24 anyway Or 23 <laughs> 
I'm dealing with academy players too much yeah. You're just dealing with her Gordon DL, your partner in crime Has got like the top 10 worst answers Sewn up until tonight oh, I think that's hot. the worst yeah, I've ever is. heard I'm What getting... was the age? 27 For what it's worth Ah, oh, so, so it lost would be anyway. Ah, you'd be what, 98 no, 98 for... <laughs> I'm dealing with any age bands At no point did I ask what year they were born in It is completely irrelevant oh, Enjoy the ball, Craig Craig, <laughs> easy well done Craig well done mate That's fully deserved <sighs> Craig you listen he's, he's handed you that on the plate I mean you did that hard work You got five right But my word 2000 <laughs> It's a good I, game He was happy with himself When he wrote that as well. I was buzzing <laughs> by <laughs> I thought that's oh, That's got to be That's yeah, I've won this 23 um, 26.6 apparently According to Transfer Market So there Aye, we go Craig, what do you make of Let's bring it back to normality What do you make of Stephen Welsh playing tonight I don't know what age he is But what do you make of him starting No, I'm, de- I'm delighted to be fair It's about time we start to bring our own academy players through So it's better than developing other players So definitely, I'm all for it That certainly makes sense on the Nat Phillips one If you're not you know, if you, Especially if he's not contributing Because you've, you've always got those question marks Mark, don't you, over Loan players about you know the, the benefit of them, but if they're good and they're they're helping your team, then great. So Nat Phillips hasn't convinced, and he's gone in a couple of weeks. So surely it becomes verging on senseless at this point to play him when you've got other options. Yeah, and I even think that domestically as well. What was the need to to persist in playing him? He was brought in at a time that Celtic were really struggling in that department, and that's fine because it was a, a sort of emergency loan. Um, when he played he, he just didn't impress So you would have thought Brendan Rodgers Would have looked at What he's got for the future Tonight He's obviously looked at that He's obviously looked at Phil's performance By the way At the weekend as well And thought that's That's just not going to do for us Tonight And and out of possession Because hmm. Had Nat Phillips Had an absolute stormer At the weekend Would we have seen Welsh Even though the circumstances Around it Not sure we would have no. But that paired With his performance level Allows Welsh to get in What does this all say As good as it is for Stephen Welsh And Academy products What does it say for Gustav Lagerbielka Craig? Oh definitely Hopefully Hopefully we get him up to match speed And hopefully he gets a run of games Because that's pretty much What he's needing at this moment in time The same for, for Naroki as well uh, he, Yeah he's not registered For the European squad So tonight's about Lagerbielka Mark Here's a um, I, I don't know if I'm being too extreme D- Does he come back from this? Just out of curiosity um, Right now well, He's got a lot of work to do To get back to this But if you're sitting there As him thinking You know This was my real opportunity And it, It's went Sour again Then It's hard to see How he gets back And Brendan Rodgers Obviously had Enough of a look at him <laughs> To think He's not for He's not for me Because he would have been playing Cameron Carter Vickers And Liam Scales And Nat Phillips And Stephen Welsh One's a loanee, mm-hmm. one's not played in months, one was about to get shipped off to Aberdeen, all above him in the pecking order. He's on a long-term contract, paid good money for him, he's a Sweden international. Might might, might it be game up for him? No, I, I think he has to deal with this. I think it's too easy in football just to say, oh, do you know what, the man just put that player mm. over me, I'm just going to try and go elsewhere. I don't necessarily know? mean him sacking it off, though, but no, 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 has no. Brendan Rodgers made his mind up? Yeah, potentially, but, you know... It happens with managers and if he goes and he trains well and when he gives an opportunity, he plays well, quickly, like that, managers change their mind, Gordon. Because if you're in form and if you're doing what you, they want you to do, 
you know, you're going to play games of football. He's got a big move, like you said, to a massive football club. You can't just give that up. You know, you have to deal with the here and now. He has to have some self-reflection as to why he is where he is in this situation and, and make it better because there's no doubt about it. He wants to play for Celtic. He wants to play at Celtic Park in these massive games. You know, he wants to win league titles and, you know, other things domestically with them. So he needs to kind of, you know, get himself into gear now, realise where he's at, not feel sorry for himself and try and kick on. But it is a massive, massive wake-up call, you know, to see that, you know, you're last in the pecking order at this moment in time. I, I think you'll find him on the list for loan in January. I think the player himself will look at that as well and think, I'm a Swedish internationalist. If I want to keep my place in that side going forward, I need to be playing games. And I think if he had that request, him or his agent to Celtic, I think Brendan Rodgers would sanction mm. that pretty easily. Thank you, Craig. A sign ball is on its way. Two wins in a row for the listeners. Thanks to Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. You can always trust them to Got come to say up Stephen comes. Welsh is a 2000. <laughs> is it, by the way, he was born in 2000, so it fits nicely into where I was going. Yeah. <gasps> Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> uh, okay, to the other side of the city, Stuart is a Rangers fan. There's a lot going on, Stuart. There's a big European game. There is injuries and absentees and small matter of a cup final at the weekend. What's what's at the front of your mind? Uh, well, can I, hi, Gordon. Hi, Mark and uh, Marvin. Can I just say uh, to Mark, uh, uh, 10 minutes ago, Mark was sitting and said, oh, uh, that was definitely a red card with Sifuentes. Can I just say yes? It was late. It was late in the tackle. His studs came over his leg, but it wasn't like a clear stamp. There was no venom in it. And I'm behind my manager. It wasn't a clear red card. It's just indicative of today's society where everything's soft now. It was never a clear red card, in my opinion, anyway. Mm. And I'm quite gutty. Sifuentes is out. To yeah. be honest with you. Listen, whether it's. it's Probably more indicative of the rules of modern football rather than a soft society. Although we can go down that route if you want. I'm not sure this is the the, the platform for it, but um, it just doesn't. F I, I kind of get what Stuart's saying as well, and I think Marvin, you can tell that glint in Marvin's eye. He's he sees no problem with tackling like that. It just feels like now, and I get like Stuart's got his. His team thoughts and all that stuff. It just doesn't strike you as one that you think Oh that, that's a howler now Just based on what we see all the time Nothing, nothing no, against no, Sequentes that, or anyone else it, it could have been anybody um, else in any other team I would be saying the same Just because You know where Sequentes' leg and studs fell on the Dundee player We had someone coming on on Monday night Actually blaming the, the Dundee defender For sliding into Sequentes So you know, people see through things through their lens or their team sometimes. Sometimes it's just got to be objective. That's anywhere else. Be saying the exact same thing. And so did the VAR, so did the referee, so did the, the independent panel um, that looked at it today. So I get Clement is is upset by it because he's got very few options. But today's game, unfortunately, is it's a red card. Um, right, anyway Stuart, let's not argue about it too much um, Because there's a lot to look forward to as well What else you got for us tonight? Well, uh, for my team selection on Sunday Obviously we're down to the bare bones But uh, I'm really uh, wanting Dijon Stirling to feature this weekend I would put him in in place of I would put him in next to Lundstrom in the, the engine room And I would put Matondo uh, Sorry, Simo on the left, Matondo on the right uh, Lammers, which he's not—he's not my favourite player, but he's probably going to—he's going to have to play on Sunday uh, behind Dessers. Also, he's not my favourite player, but that's all we've got, really. Mm -hmm. You know, 
and just go for it. And, I, and, and we need to win this cup on Sunday because we Celtic dropping points against Kelly on Sunday. We really need to win this cup. To just to give the players who have just been there the last few months uh, a winning mentality, a feel for winning things at Ibrooks, you know, and to give us the momentum to go into Parkhead on the 30th. And hopefully, listen, we don't need to beat Celtic on the 30th. We just need to avoid defeat, you know. We're going to have two games in hand come Sunday because obviously Celtic yeah. are playing in the cup final. Uh, just, you know, so just, aye, we need to make sure we win on Sunday just to give us that momentum get into that uh, near day game on uh, the 30th. Not putting words in your mouth, just the fact that you've called up about it, though, Stuart, is this, you know, is this all way more important than tomorrow for you then? Oh, certainly, Gordon, of course. Listen, Rangers don't need to prove they're in Europe. We have done our, our stuff in Europe over the last five years with Gerard came in. All right, we had a terrible campaign in the Champions League last season. Right, we all get that. The worst record in Europe, whatever. But over the piece, Rangers have been absolutely amazing in Europe over the last five years. Let's you want to keep that up then, though, you know, rather than yeah, get, course, get to the stage? Of course I do. Of course I do. But listen, at the end of the day, if we don't beat Betis tomorrow, we're going to the Conference League. We got to the final Europa League. Who's not to say we could go to the final and win mm. the, the Conference League? You know what I mean? It's not without the realms of possibility. At least we're still in Europe uh, at Christmas. You know what I mean? Celtic are and they've got 70 million in the bank. So, you know what I mean? Mm. Now, a few permutations. So, Rangers will finish in the top two, obviously, if, if they beat Betis or if Sparta, Prague fail to beat Aris Limassol. Um, if Rangers go and win, they, they go group winners. Mm-hmm. Reach you get the it's around the sixteen in the Europa League. Um, obviously, if if they if they finish second, then they go into that knockout round. Um, and they they play a is it a Champions League dropout? I think at that point mm-hmm. they kind of playoff round thing. Yeah. Um, and and if not, you yeah, into the the Conference League. Um, I get why because it's this week that the, the League Cup seems more important. I don't know if you made Stuart or anyone else pick. Um, but Philippe, come on. No one's making you pick between the two, do you know what I mean? So when you're this close with yeah. the extra money, the extra prestige, you're going to want to get in the Europa League, aren't they? Yeah, they want to finish as high as they possibly can. Um, you know, and in a crazy way, they'd probably rather... Their game on Thursday was a dead rubber, so they could make wholesale changes looking forward to Sunday, but it's not good, and, you know, for the reasons that you've just said, you know, and, and no doubt about it, Rangers will play their strongest team. On Thursday, you know, they'll help the players that come through it, um, you know, with a win first and foremost, and secondly, without any more injuries to add to that list. But, you know, it's a massive game for them. And I know what Stuart's saying. For him, it's all about the cup final come Sunday. But for the players, the managers and the actual club, you know, all eyes will be geared toward Thursday and on winning that game of football. All depends what you value most. You know, if you're driven by money and prestige in the next rounds, then, of course, Thursday takes uh, prime importance. But as many Rangers fans will tell you, silverware is what they hold dear to them and there's been a lack of that over many years. So I think the majority would take the silverware on Sunday and take the possibility of dropping down to the Conference League. What about the manager, Mark? What do you think he would want to do? I think he'd want to progress in Europe. Yeah, He's only at the club. I'd, uh, I don't know. Any, by the way, no one's making you choose. Yeah. It's one of these things. Um, thank you to Stuart on... The line, good time to call. We'll try and get you on next. Take 
taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Get your thoughts in on Celtic's team tonight Celtic's chances What the game means to you How seriously you're taking it All the usual stuff that we've been discussing uh, In the lead up to this one against Feyenoord Rangers fans How big a blow is Danilo's absence Several months Says Philippe Clement Is there anyone in there that can step up And fill the void Did you need a new striker anyway And do you certainly need one if not two now What does that look like Does this mean you want Lawrence Shankland Or someone else uh, get in touch um, 01419511025 Let me get the question here though The full time teaser With Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride Sladwall panels available in 7 colours Now in stock at East Kilbride At competitive prices Right this is tough I've, e- I've even taken the editorial decision To make it a bit easier for you Dumplings So Stephen Makara <laughs> Thank you for sending in There are 6 old firm players Who've played in a League Cup final Since 2011-2012 And they are the only player from their country to do so Uh, So there are six old firm players Who've played in a League Cup final Since 2011-2012 And they're the only player from their country to do so If you so happen to squish it You can try the non-old firm players Who've done it in that time But um, there we go It's a Gary well done, Mark <clears throat> Wilson. Emilio Izaguirre against Aberdeen in 2017. <laughs> what oh, does that, that look for Marvin? Got nothing Marvin for just glanced at me <laughs> and just gave me a. Nah, don't even bother no. asking me. Not at no. all, Marvin Bartley? No. Oh, come on, think. Okay. Uh, My brain needs to. Sakala. Yes, oh, Mark, Mark Wilson. Look at him scrambling Mr. around to make nice. up. For his disaster <laughs> 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 On Beat the Pundit That is quite right, spectacular okay. um, We're going well Yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant We're on fire <laughs> Yeah Two out of six That's fine We'll leave it there And don't forget It's full time at com To send your questions in uh, Thank you very much uh, To Stephen For sending that one And to Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Bride For helping us out On the teaser Speaking of Fashion Sicalis is a very interesting Interview doing the rounds with him today, have you seen this? It was in the Rangers Review, I think, basically talking about, um, you know, being kind of kind of frozen out and banned from elements of training and stuff like that under Michael Beale before the, the exit. I think a lot of Rangers fans are a bit, um, a bit annoyed, if that's the right if that's mm. the right phrase. Um, they got decent money for him, I suppose, and, you know, it's just because you didn't, Replace him with better Is that Does that mean it was wrong To let him go You know There are a, I suppose a few different ways Of Of weighing it up But it certainly sounds like it It ended Not in the way he would want it He said People were asking If I was still there I think I deserved More respect um, well, All that sort of stuff So there's quite a few Just a glimpse of what Happened behind the scenes Under Michael Beale's reign Because Listen I think Sakala A lot of Rangers fans Like Sakala I think They they liked the effort he brought. He, he was a goal scorer. He was a bit, <coughs> excuse me, a, a bit unorthodox at times and he's finishing on big occasions, maybe let him down. Um, but I, I think he should have still had a shot at being there. So it's never nice when you hear players' careers end at a club mm. in that way. And he's obviously a bit better because he always seemed somebody that was delighted mm. when he was in the school well this is what's funny I, I feel like that's the reaction I've seen from a lot of Rangers fans yeah. where they just feel like they 
thought Fashion Sakala was a good guy. They think he's a good guy. They, they wanted the best for him and they, they don't like what what he went through at the end is, is the kind of gist of social media, I would say, today. Yeah, the difficulty kind of from a manager's point of view, I imagine if, if you've got a player there, um, you know, regardless of how the fans kind of view him and, and you think you can get someone better, as Michael Beale obviously thought he could. And a lot of managers go on only like training with a certain amount of players. So if you've already hit that and you look at Sakala and someone's offering that money, you think, well, I can reinvest that somewhere else. Although it's not nice, you know, I think there's a lot of professional players that have been through that during their careers. But like you said, and Mark said there, you know, he always gave 100%. He's always kind of like a happy chappy regardless of what. And, you know, I think they miss him, if mm. I'm totally honest. I don't know. I mean, maybe it cl the, the clubs try and force players, you know, to if, if there's money on offer, try and kind of mm -hmm. force them out, that sort of thing, whether it's all from Michael Beale or whatever. But like I say, the quotes in the Rangers Review saying he should... The only time I got a call was when he told me not to come to the training ground anymore. That was hard for me to take. I didn't do anything. Um, yeah, I don't like that. No, I, that I don't bit, like no. that at any level. Um, if you sign a player and a player's under contract, and as long as they're not disruptive mm -hmm. in and around the building, then there is no way you can call them and say, stay away from the yeah. training ground just because it doesn't suit you. I um, thought it was from a point of view rather than, you know, if you're doing 11 v 11, obviously, and you've got, certain amount of players and then some had to be to the side but yeah like Mark's saying there when it comes to being told not to come in no, that that isn't right and like we said it, pro it, it doesn't it doesn't mean it was wrong purely because you didn't sign better to, to replace him but that is clearly an issue for a lot of the Rangers fans at the moment feel like the attack isn't well, of course, as strong you, as they would like yeah. it to be after a summer rebuild if you sign better instantly in the first six months People who go out the door are often forgotten about pretty quickly, unless they're big club legends. And But Sakala fell into the category of someone who would be useful to have around, and I still think he would be. You look at the problems that Rangers have had at the top end of the pitch. You know, Seema's picked up the the baton pretty well, but he could do with some help chipping in with, with some goals. And now that Daniil's away and Dessers, okay, gets the occasional goal... Rangers fans would probably have Sakala still at the club if they had the choice. Yeah, I, t I totally agree with that. The only thing I would say is that Bill didn't want to play with wingers, did he? Remember when he yeah. said in the start? Yeah. So that's probably, now they're back to playing with wingers, you're probably looking at him being like, Sakala would be a, a shoe in there, but you know, obviously Bill didn't want to play that way, did he? Uh, interesting, any thoughts on that, Rangers fans as well? You can air them here, 01419511025. We are building up to kick off as well at Celtic Park. We gave you team news. Um... Let's go back there. I think Gabriel, I believe, is still with us. Gabriel, the reason that this can truly be described as a, a dead rubber in, you know, in a kind of purely footballing sense is because of what it doesn't mean to Feyenoord as well. What, what, what are Celtic up against tonight? We obviously got to look at them in the game over in Rotterdam, which actually seems like ages ago now. Yeah, Gordon, well, they're up against a team, of course, that beat them at the start of the campaign. It's a team that have lost four of their last eights. They're not exactly in scintillating form. They scored two in stoppage time at the weekend to win, uh, which keeps them second in the Eredivisie, but they were a massive 10 points off PSV at the top of the league. And they've already got the six points that they need in the Champions League to progress, not in this competition, but to progress in the Europa League. So Celtic can't catch them no matter what happens tonight. Uh, Arne Slot, the manager, he was linked to Tottenham in the summer. He turned it down and ended up going to Ange Postacoglu, one of those sliding door Scottish football moments. Uh, he has made four changes to the team that won 2-0 when the sides 
met back at the end of September. And one of those is Santiago Jimenez, the striker. Now, keep an eye out for him. He is a top player. He scored 30 goals in the Dutch league this calendar year, the most in a calendar year since Luis Suarez hit the same number for Ajax in 2009. So he is the danger man for the Dutch side this evening, Gordon. Only two previous meetings between these two. Of course, the one earlier in the year and also the 1970 European Cup final, which, as we know, Celtic lost as well. So it should be really interesting. But nonetheless, it is a dead rubber. Yeah, that was a quiet night back in 1970 as well. So we'll see what happens here. Um, Brian is a Celtic fan. What would you make of the team tonight, Brian? Uh, well, pretty much as expected, apart from Stephen Welsh. That's a bit of a surprise. I didn't say anything about him being back in the squad. But I'm assuming that it's, he got a contract, a new contract off of Brendan Rodgers at the start of the season mm -hmm. when he was playing in the team with Scales. So I'm assuming that he thinks that they two have got a decent understanding of each other. The guys in here were saying they still think there is a way back for Lager Bielka, even though it might look like a long road. What do you think? Well, unless there's comments that I, I haven't seen, the one that I saw for Rogers was about Lager Bielka and Navrocki saying that they needed to show more personality. So I would take that as he's, he's, what, he's quite one for talking about what it takes to wear the shirt and things like that and what this club demands. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's two young guys came from a different country and know had the best of starts at a new club and are struggling a wee bit confidence-wise. I don't think it's necessarily ability. It could just be they've no found their feet straight away. It does. We need to remember it's no mm -hmm. just a matter of flicking a switch. And you, a 22, 23-year-old boy, move to a new country. You don't necessarily speak the language best and fitting in straight away. It's not easy to do. Yeah, then that's the thing, Mark. So I, I don't think the fact that they're not mainstays in the team or first picks in Champions League games, I don't think that's the shock here. That That's the bit that's understandable. That's the bit that Brian could back up, I think, with that, that sort of logic. It's how far out the picture they seem to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know somebody who's just oh, just needs a bit more confidence or has just not quite found his feet. That to me doesn't seem this. That doesn't seem appropriate to somebody who's behind. So how take, many did you Nivrotsky. name there? Five. Nivrotsky's then even further behind, and I know he's not in the European mm -hmm. squad, but based on what we've seen it in some of the weekend squads, well, uh, was Nivrotsky in the squad on the bench at the weekend? Lagerbielka wasn't. Oh, was it round um, that way at the weekend? Sorry, you know. So uh, I'm I'm looking at that, and that that paints a picture as well. Now, like modern day football, I get, we used to always talk about this, how long it took people to settle and give them time and perhaps next year they'll be good. Like football's moved so quickly, even from the time I retired, that you just don't get the time now to settle and you're quickly judged um, because there's so much expense goes into these players to bring them to the club, to pay their wages and if you're not doing it, then they'll be quickly shipped out to recoup some of that. Lager Bielka is coming up for six months at the club now um, and very limited game time. But the biggest point is that you've got five or so centre-backs, a lone and a guy who's been injured and out of the squad getting in ahead of you. That doesn't paint a good picture for the future for Lager Bielka. And that's why I said earlier, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go out and loan. Now, I'm not saying that that would be his contract terminated and they would sell him, but he needs to go out and play. Rodgers mm. needs to trim the squad 
Why would you keep him about? Four months ago today um, was Stephen Welsh's last appearance, that game at mm-hmm. Aberdeen. Um, remember it um, way back second weekend of the season uh, when he came on at half time, wasn't it, for Carter Vickers? So four months today. Um, Brian, how much does tonight matter to you? Matters mostly in the sense that just getting back to winning a game at the top level. I don't think there's, I don't think in the grand scheme of things, a couple of million pounds makes much of a difference. I, I don't think two coefficient points make much of a difference. It's just getting the, getting back to winning ways and that at that level, it's a new competition next season, so you don't want to go into it carrying burdens of five, ten mm-hmm. years, whatever. Yeah, fair point. Thank you, Brian. That was good stuff. Appreciate it, Brian and Pollock. You two, very quickly, six old firm players who've played in a League Cup final since 11 12, and they're the only player from their country to do so. Sakala and Izagiri. Are you just Marv's leaving got all some. of this to Mark? <laughs> you still look at me. I thought you had one there. I thought you were going to be like the Gordon. Sir, where's he from? No, he's not on the list. Ivory. Was he Ivory? That's not a terrible was was a good not a terrible Gamboa? Shot. No. Oh. Um, Key? Nope Struggling now? Vladimir Vice? Sounds like Oh rubbish Right okay You're miles off it now We will get the rest of the answers And more of your calls And back to Celtic Park next Cash for Kids Mission Christmas With J&D Pierce, Scotland's premier Structural steel specialist Changing landscapes Across the UK If you ignore everything that we've said tonight And there's a high chance that you will If you take one thing away If you remember one thing from tonight's show Please make it be this If you text the word CAR to 84901 C-A-R to 84901 That donates £5 A voluntary £5 donation to Cash for Kids Every penny of that goes right into our communities To the children that need it And it puts you in the draw for a brand new BMW 1 Series Thanks to Arnold Clark. Of course, the cost of your standard network rate message is on top of that, um, which I'm sure you understand. Uh, the entries close at 6pm Saturday the 16th of December. It's over 18s only. And full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com. It is an unbelievable win-win situation. Make a difference to local children. Win a brand new BMW 1 Series. Thanks to Arnold Clark. Text CAR to 84901. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 01419511025Clyde1SuperScoreboard。We will go back to Celtic Park very soon indeed. We could squeeze in some calls if you fancy it. 01419511025。Right, on tonight's teaser, we are looking for six old firm players. They've played in a League Cup final since 2012 and they're
Four. Right. I can't get my head around it. Well, I did tonight. Obviously, <laughs> that's the only time I've ever used that. There we go. Anyway, I can't get uh, my head around anymore. It. Matthew sent me a tweet. He got it right. He says, give you "He got them all because no, because oh. you're struggling." He says, "Is X the only Colombian?" Um, Morelos. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah. I was going to say that as well. Oh, really? <laughs> no, that was my next guess. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Um, you mm. will have played with one of them. Okay. So there's two Celtic and one Rangers remaining, and I think you would have played with one of the Celtic ones. So 2011. Probably that you probably just can overlap though. Okay. Mm, th- yeah, I'm now not as confident, but close. <laughs> you would say play for the same team. Scored a very big goal on a very big Champions League night. Oh, Wanyama. There we go. Yeah, he was Kenya. He was. Okay, we'll leave uh, it there. Two to get Wanyama. one Celtic, one Rangers. Let's go back to Celtic Park. Just get a flavour of the build-up, a recap of the teams. I mean, Gabriel, these nights generally, it's all about the noise. The Celtic Park atmosphere in Champions League night, certainly before the game, is loud. What, what's it like tonight, given that there's not that much at stake? Well, Gordon, yesterday I was speaking to Captain Cal McGregor and he said that all of the fans were expecting a shootout. This would be the game, even if it was just to get into the Europa League. This is the one that they earmarked as the most winnable match. So it's been, ticket sales-wise, a positive night. But the atmosphere here, it seems one of, uh, of hope that they can just get one victory and that perhaps they could take that into next year's tournament. I think uh, that the, the, the fans here are respectful that the manager might not have had the signings he wanted in the summer and that many of the players playing as we see tonight are ones not experienced at this le- at this level so i wouldn't say it's been too disappointing gordon but i will also say with 10 minutes to go it is not packed out here just yet what you would usually expect on a champions league night is as the names are being read out behind me the stadium the roof to be lifted off this place we've not quite got that gordon but fans hopeful, expectant, perhaps they finally can get that victory here at Parkhead. Yeah, Mark Wilson, it's hard to replicate it, I guess, for, for the fans. Um, once they're in the heat of the battle, they'll still make a noise if a refereeing decision doesn't go their way or whatever. But um, Yeah, well, so they should because there's so many unwanted records that Celtic are kind of holding um, just now. Well, not records, but unwanted tags that they're holding the Champions League just now. I don't get it. You have to buy these tickets as a package, a three-game package. Got the package. Just go along and support. It's not as if, you know, tickets are readily made available on the day for these things. So, like, I'm surprised at that um, because Brendan Rodgers stated how much he wants to win this. It is important that Celtic get back on the horse again in terms of rhythm and style of play. And tonight's the ideal opportunity to do it. So I think the fans that have went along tonight... Will be in store for a fantastic game. It, it's like we said earlier, Marvin. There's no point in going too strong on the team lineup because this team might go and win. They might go and win convincingly tonight, and then this all becomes redundant. But you can understand why it all it all adds to it. So we know there's nothing that can really be won tonight. And, and Celtic fans, legitimately, I think, would look at it pre-match and say, you know, Stephen Welsh is starting a game which is not. It's not about him it's about what's happened with the recruitment then he's not played a single minute since August four months today Mikey Johnson plays it's just all it feels like the Celtic fans are looking for something to really really inspire them at the moment yeah they are Um, and like you said you know they look at the the starting team and you know keep going back to recruitment etc and the thing that can inspire them today is is those Celtic players that are on the pitch going out there and putting a performance on Um, I think 
you know, the players will be saying that we, we owe them a performance. As Callum McGregor said, they thought this would be kind of the shootout game where, you know, they'd be going head-to-head, probably the most winnable game for them. Now go out there and do it. You know, you're playing for a massive club, regardless of the amount of fans that were in that football club. Every time they pull that shirt on, they should do it with pride. And I'm sure that's what they'll be saying to each other. And, and just go out there, perform and win this game of football. All the records and et cetera that will come with it, you know, once you've broken that, is what it is. But today it's just about performing for the fans who have turned out and you know just just end your Champions League campaign for this season on a high uh, right gone then will they yes tonight will. I believe they will yeah okay. and Where are you getting that confidence um, from because I do think it is the most winnable game I have seen signs in previous Champions League games that have been good but vulnerable at the back and I don't know if that bit it will be fixed but I've seen enough from O'Reilly and McGregor pushed on a wee bit in Palma and Kyogo in the Champions League to know that they'll give final problems. I think they'll win 2-1 tonight. Hmm, okay. I was just looking through the team, just just a kind of boring observation because I know injuries and availability play a big part in this anyway. This, the final Champions League group game last season was the Real Madrid away, is that right? Yep. Five, um, one. So let me see, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players who started that night are missing. Yeah. Missing tonight. It's only Hart, Taylor, O'Reilly, and Kyogo the same. I wonder, I, I, like, I don't know this, but I wonder if you compare that to other teams who are consistently in the Champions League, if there's that, you know, higher turnover. Like I, say, and I, know, I know there's injuries as well, because as an example, Moritz Jens played that night. And mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just. Just feels very different. It feels like you go through but the full Celtic team right now. The argument that we had last year was that this Celtic side would be better off for the first Champions League experience this year because there'd be more experience. But look, there's been a change of manager, a change of style, a change of personnel. However, yielded yeah. the same results. Right, two more quickly then. We'll see whatever happens at Celtic Park tonight. You'll find out all about it tomorrow, I'm sure. The reaction will be here on the open line. We're looking for two more old firm players who've played in a League Cup final since 2011-12 and they're the only players from their country to do so Sakala Morelos is the only Colombian Izagiri Honduras Wanyama from Kenya come on Marv that's your big moment are they pre or post me Gordon 15-16 one is round about then when you arrived a a touch after yeah round about then and the other one's quite recent he's not at Rangers anymore but he's, he's a fairly recent did you say, oh, they're like, din, din. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, give us oh, countries, what? countries. Denmark. Oh, no. Come on, Denmark. seriously. Oh, O'Reilly? No. What? Oh, well, actually, football nationality, now that you mention Matt it. No, the um, center half that went down to Aya. No? no, he's from Norway. Is but, he Norwegian? There is a center half in there. It's close enough. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you know what I'm kind of wondering now if actually Matt O'Reilly nullifies that one yeah, definitely recently does. but anyway right one more Finland one Redeem more myself in right Finland uh, or Kamara yes well done well right. done Mark uh, <laughs> thanks Marvin so for five. contributing <laughs> I'll let you borrow my pen <laughs> I'll bring back Gordon DL I said in his pal buzzer. who takes him <laughs> all the answers we don't need yeah no he didn't get them all last night um you know, sometimes you feel like honesty is just the best policy on the oh, show. Oh, what's that? Um, that's what I needed to hear because, like, usually the music plays and I've got like a, a sp- 
specific second It's not as easy as it looks this, you know mm. They have to end the show on um, But that music should have started playing like two minutes ago And I still can't hear it And I'm kind of looking Just chat then I'm, right, looking just I'm looking at the clock And I'm like <laughs> no, I'm uh, How did you get here? your one on Saturday, Marvin? Uh, what we'll do well, is we will, we will leave it there And we are back <laughs> at six o'clock tomorrow